Everybody stop what you're doing, please. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is no better show on your radio. This is Around the House with Eric G. Where's the hammer? From your back fence to the sidewalk, Eric will tell you how to keep it all in tip-top shape while helping you save a buck while doing it. If you like DIY projects, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it. And Eric is here to guide the way. Is it on the, uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. All that and more on the fastest two hours of home improvement radio. These are the wrong plans. These are the old plans. Welcome to Stop It! Around the House with Eric G. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. This is the Pro Insider Podcast. This is where we talk about stuff that's going to be, well, all about the trades today. This is about contractors, designers, you know, all of you people working in the residential remodeling construction industry, this is for you. Well, today I wanted to talk about a subject that was, you know, really inspired by a deep conversation we had earlier this week on Clubhouse. And this was getting, how do we get contractors, whether you're new construction or remodelers, to communicate well with interior designers And how do we get interior designers to work well with contractors and be able to deliver to what the homeowner wants in this project overall and best serve their interests? And so today I really wanted to kind of talk about that from two different perspectives. One is going to be the the contractor side of things. Maybe you're a builder, remodeler, whichever. Or the designer point of view. So let's talk about that. First off, I can say generally speaking, and there's always rules of the road here, but generally speaking, contractors have a hands, well, let's put it this way. They're always concerned when a designer comes into the mix. Oh, no, we have a designer. Great. That's going to make my life more difficult. We're going to have more changes. There's a 100 reasons why many contractors, not all, have a hard time working with designers. Just as there's a hundred reasons why designers have a hard time working with contractors. So let's step back a little bit here and talk about really what happens from the designer point of view. Many times the designer is the first one on. They're in there before the contractor. They develop the personal relationship with the homeowner and then the contractor gets gets dropped into the mix. I think this is where our first kind of uncomfortable situation happens. And what we need to do as designers, and I could say that as a designer, is that we need to bring in that contractor early on and get the discussion going before we go pick out materials. Here's why. I want to talk about, as a designer with the contractor, I want to talk about the money question. How do we communicate? Those are the two big things right off the bat that are stumbling blocks that have some big issues. What do I mean by that? Interior designers, many of them want to mark up the products going into the project. And then the contractor who's got to warranty the products many times wants to do the same thing. So what happens with that is that you end up having some issues because this project, a homeowner goes, oh, that toilet's 120 bucks. Well, then the 
contractor marks it up 20%, the designer marks it up 20%, that gets to be an expensive toilet. So those discussions need to happen early on. Who's responsible? This isn't even in front of the homeowner. This is a meeting that you need to have between the contractor and the designer. Because technically speaking, if the designer is specifying and supplying materials, then the designer's out there when the plumbing part's wrong or the lighting's not correct or something's defective. Now the designer's running around chasing parts down for the contractor who's chasing parts down for the electrician, the plumber, whatever trade that's in the building. So really, as a designer, to have a great relationship with that contractor, you need to do a few things. And this is, of course, my opinion, but I've I've done this with contractors for 20 years, so I've, I've played this game and won it many times. You need to be the easy button for the contractor. And every contractor operates differently. But you need to be in a lockstep with them so you guys are on the same page. The worst thing that can happen for a homeowner is somebody playing Superman. What do I mean by somebody playing Superman? This is when the contractor or the designer decides they want to put the cape on and play hero. Maybe it's the contractor that does it. You wouldn't believe what this designer specified. They have no idea what they're doing. Can you imagine that these two pieces didn't fit together? I wonder what else is going on in this house, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner. That's Superman. Just like the designer going, oh my gosh, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, or couple or whoever we're talking to. Could you believe that that part was installed incorrectly and backwards? I'm not sure we have the right contractor on board. These are all things. We're playing Superman is as toxic to this project as anything. I'll be honest. If something gets ordered incorrectly or shows up damaged, I would love to see that contractor or designer quickly whisk it away off the job site, get it taken care of, and not any stress to the homeowner. If it doesn't affect schedule, deal with the problem, take care of it. Quite frankly, homeowner doesn't need to be involved in that. They have enough stress. They're paying you two to manage this project. They don't need to be reminded that things broke up on the way from the factory to wherever it's going at the job site. Get it fixed, get it replaced, get it coming. Homeowner doesn't need to be involved in that process. They don't. Why add stress to an already horrible situation? And that's one of the keys to making this relationship work. Is really getting those two people to work correctly, together, as a team. And if that designer and that contractor right off the bat can't work together, you need to lay that down. The two of you need to lay that down. And say, okay, when something goes sideways, who's going to talk to him? Are we going to talk to him? Is this a conference call when we run into hidden damage in the house? Or something won't work or something won't fit? Because something's going to happen in a remodel. I can guarantee it. Something goes sideways. The, the day we lose a day in the schedule, who's communicating? That is some of those things of communication and the money. You better get that figured out before the contract's signed.
and quite frankly, before an estimate goes out there. Sometimes the designer, you're better off not marking the materials up and marking your and adding to your design fees to make sure that you're covered. Because that consumer will pay for your design work and your labor putting in there, but they not they might not play for that $500 toilet all of a sudden being 1000 because there's too many hands in it. Or the contractor might need to charge a little bit more in other places and his labor instead of marking that toilet up 20%. Figure it out. Because it's really easy for a homeowner to go on and go, why am I paying twice for this toilet? Well, because you have a designer and a contractor both marking it up. Both trades need to be paid fairly. Both trades need to be paired, compensated correctly. So their business model works. How you present that is a key. You're not ripping a client off. You're trying to give it to them in a way. They're hiring you. But if you create objectives along the way or obstacles, or so, I, in Google today, I can go on and get prices on the internet for anything. If you're going to mark stuff up to the roof on that, maybe think twice about it. This isn't 1990 anymore. But everybody needs to get that fair wage because that fair wage is going to make everybody get the project done Nobody wants to run anybody out of business. That designer needs to survive well, needs to pay for their college, you know, to get the education that they have for that. But really getting both of these trades working together is the secret of a good project. Now, contractors and designers, one of the other little pitfalls that can go sideways, you know what that is? Communication. Somebody not calling somebody back. Somebody not emailing somebody back. And then getting offended over it. Don't be that person, really, when the phone call comes in that something went sideways. Get back to that homeowner. Both of you, whatever that is. More job sites go sideways because the homeowner isn't communicated with correctly or their issues are not resolved. And it's really that simple, guys. It's really that simple. There's so many great contractors, so many great designers out there that pull this off every single day. Just make sure that you're going to be one of those. And you are. You can. That's the beautiful part of that. Every one of you guys can do this and get along and make it work well. All right, there's the music. I got to run. Thanks for listening to the Pro Insider. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Around the House with Eric G. is produced by, designed by Eric G. in association with Salem Media and distributed nationally by the Sun Broadcast Group. All rights reserved. Copyright 2020 designed by Eric G. We will be back next week. If you missed part of the show, check out the podcast of all of our shows at aroundthehouseonline.com. Remember, measure with a micrometer, mark with caulk, and cut with an axe. Thanks for listening to Around the House.